What's up, everybody? This is the We The Brothers podcast, premiering on Bearcast Media. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Julius Freeman. My co-host is Mandela Brown. I'm here for your first episode. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff, and we hope that you guys join us on the journey this semester. Thanks for listening. We love y'all. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in to the We The Brothers podcast. Uh, we are hosted by Bearcast Media, and we are thankful for them giving us the opportunity to uh, get our voices out there and to talk to you guys about what we think about different issues and what's going on in the world. So um, let's get started and see um, where we can go with this. Uh, I am, as I said, Julius Freeman. My co-host usually will be Mandela Brown, but uh, he had some things to take care of. So I said, I got you, bro. That's what brothers do. Uh, and I'm going to step in and take over for both of us. So um, I kind of just wanted to give like a ba- basic introduction to what this show is, what we do, and what we want to happen. Um, so... Mandela, I believe, is a poli-sci major, and I'm a psychology and communication major. Uh, Two African-American men living in America, both college students. And so we thought that our perspective at this time, with everything that's going on, was one that needed to be heard. Um, Now, we may not think like all African-American males. That's not what this show is for, to speak for all African-American males. It's to give a perspective from um, an African-American male mindset that may be out there. We are individuals, both me and Mandela. We both have our own ideas, both of our own ways of thinking and seeing the world. And there will be disagreements. There will be probably some conflict. There will be um, back and forth. And that's what we want. That's what we thrive off of. Um, we believe that that's how change comes, is through conversation, through discussion, through uh, connecting with someone who may not see the world exactly the way you do, even though you grew up in a similar way. People are individuals and we all develop and grow based on our own circumstances. So the show is just about us talking about what we see going on in the world and what we think. Um, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. We both have uh, interesting personalities and I'm sure you'll get to know it know them as time goes on. Uh, We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. I mean, everything. There's nothing too off off the Richter scale, too crazy, too wild for us to go into. There's nothing too taboo. 
and nothing too controversial. We will do it. Um, we want to share our opinion and we want others to feel uh, confident and feel um, welcome to do the same um, because that's how you do it. That's how you have conversation, civil discourse. That's what it's about. Um, we want to talk about a lot of different subjects, uh, whether it be politics, uh, sports, um, social issues, dating, relationships, anything you can think of. We want to dig into it and see uh, where the conversation takes us. We are open to talk about whatever. And we want to hear what you guys want want us to talk about. Um, so I think one of the things that is essential in this moment that we're in currently to talk about that I wanted to focus on today, um, it is voting season. It is that time. And probably when you guys hear this, I'm not sure when this is supposed to premiere, but I'm pretty sure uh, you, most of you will have already voted and we may even have the results of the election. So basically, I just want to talk about what, why voting is important and maybe why when we do get the elections, we'll see that some people didn't vote and why that may have been. Uh, so and we'll obviously after the election happens, probably talk about what happened and why it went the way it did and get uh, and give our um, perspective on that as well. But voting, what is it for and what is it about? When I think about voting personally, um, I automatically, I always go back to those who came before me. I always think about the civil rights movement. I always think about the fact that there were people who shed blood, like literally put their body on the line. People lost their life so that I would have the right to vote, to engage and be a member, an actual participating member of this democracy. And for me, that is enough to vote no matter what happens. That for me is enough to go out and do and find the avenues that there are for me to vote and to engage in the political process. Um, so that for me is what drives me is knowing that sacrifices were made, life, uh, existential sacrifices were made to make sure that I have this right. So those who came before me recognized that this was something that could not be lost, that this was a battle that it was worth losing their life for, that me in the future, as a future generation, having the opportunity to vote was worth dying for. And that is something that I cannot go back on. I cannot let their blood be shed in vain. I also think about why wouldn't I? Uh, I have the opportunity to vote. I have the capability to vote. And I know I can affect change through my vote. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I exercise that right? And that's something we'll talk about later. But for me, it's a no-brainer. Like, it's not even a second consideration of whether I vote. I also come from a household that believes in voting. Both my parents vote in everything. They vote in 
national elections, local elections, state, everything. They're always on it. And so that encourages me and puts me in the mindset of voting is just what I do. It's just a part of my life. It's my lifestyle. Uh, When voting time comes, I will be ready. Like That's just how I've grown up and been raised. So I have that as well. Um, I also think that for me, voting is just like a basic part of being an American. Like, uh, it, it's just what you're supposed to do. Um, elections are a part of our everyday life. They're a part of our, our existence. I'm sure we've all seen during this season, we all get ads, no matter what. No matter what you're watching, when you're watching it, or how you're watching it, you're seeing these ads for Shady Shabbat and uh, Socialist, uh, what is her name, Kate Schroeder, <laughs> or... Uh, Socialist Amy McGrath versus uh, Mitch McConnell, you know, like the the tropes that they use of calling the Democrats socialists and then calling the Republicans shady or or corrupt, corrupt Mitch McConnell, as I think what they call. It's all all the messaging is just constant. So it's hard to escape the process of voting because it's such a. Like a phenomenon in our culture like it's just what we do like politics in the political game the entertainment of the political sphere is something that we thrive on as a country something that media companies make a lot of money off of and something that fuels american um discourse so that i think as well so i kind of talked about personal social cultural And um, then my logic reasoning of why voting is important. Um, But I wanted to make sure that in this, that I didn't leave out the views and ideas of those who may not, um, you know, be voting or believe in voting based on what is currently happening in our country. for me personally, I think that, I mean, well, not for me personally, for those who aren't voting, when I think about why they don't and those who I've talked to who don't vote, what I often hear is um, that voting doesn't affect them. Now, I know there we have this thing where we like to say, well, that's actually not true. That's not factual, that it doesn't affect you. Uh, everything affects you. Politics affects everything. Uh, to a degree, that is very true. Um, but I do think for some people, like I remember seeing this video like around when I was young during the Obama era and they asked this like rural guy why he wasn't voting. And he said that he wasn't voting because nothing changed in his neighborhood when he voted like nothing nothing about his reality changed by voting he described like there was this road in his neighborhood that had all these potholes and was just terrible and he said that voting for a president never changed that and that was one of the biggest things that affected his life like was driving down that road and trying to avoid all the potholes 
and voting didn't change that situation for him. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people who it may not be that simplistic for them, like as a road, but it could be like no matter who I vote for, I still remain poor. No matter who I vote for, uh, nothing changes. No police reform comes about. No matter who I vote for, uh, nothing changes about my wage or about my job, about how I'm treated. Uh, no matter who I vote for, I still don't get um, Medicare. I still don't have these things. I still don't have those things. And people find themselves in a helpless situation. And I think in the pursuit as a society to make sure that people understand that this election is existential, whether you're on the right or the left. And I certainly see why people believe that. But in in the pursuit of making that message clear, I think we've pushed a lot of people into this group of like, well, if you don't vote, it's because of your privilege. It's because of this. It's because of that. Okay, then, okay, you say like a white male, cis hetero white male not voting is because of his privilege and he doesn't understand how it doesn't affect them. Well, what about an African-American woman who doesn't vote? Generally, they do, like one of the best voting blocks in the country. But what if uh, an African-American woman doesn't vote due to some of the things that I just mentioned, not feeling like it helps her in any way? Is she doing that because of her privilege? Is she doing that because voting doesn't uh, have a real impact on her? Or is she making a conscious choice that the political system is no longer working for her and therefore she's not going to give it the time and her, her energy anymore because it's not in her benefit? I feel like we use that trope to kind of like just put people in boxes to make it easy. But voting is a complicated thing for people because it's not something that you have to do. It is a right that you have. You Should you exercise it? I certainly believe so. So as I explained earlier, but I can understand why you may not. Like, And I don't understand what the reason for shaming someone for doing it when you don't know their reality you don't know their position you don't know the circumstances of their life that have pushed them into that point and to put your like i don't know like your your perspective of telling them that they should do something to protect others when they feel like politics doesn't protect them feels weird in a way like what so like, what is the purpose of this? What is the purpose of shaming them or uh, uh, battering them about this um, when they've made it clear that they feel like it doesn't help them? Um, I find it hard to encourage people to vote outside of their own interests. Let me explain. I think that people certainly should vote for the best of their community. But when you're asking them to vote for what will affect everyone and saying that you should vote so that you can make it better for 
all people and vote in the interests of all people, that's a very difficult thing to do. Like, is voting for Joe Biden voting in the best interests of all people? Well, I don't think so. <laughs> like, that's not why, personally, I'm voting for Joe Biden. Just get that out of the way. Uh, but I don't know how that personally is benefiting everyone. I personally don't think that he's going to benefit everyone. I just see him as the better choice of the options that I have. I don't believe that President Trump is uh, has shown the ability to be um, the president of this country, at least not do the job well. So I'm going with the, an option that's slightly better. And I do mean slightly. Um, so by voting for <laughs> Joe Biden, tell me this, by voting for Joe Biden, in what ways am I helping African-Americans? Don't outside of Kamala Harris, like stop it. <laughs> so the architect of the 1994 crime bill, who is, which is basically one of the foundational pieces of the prison industrial complex and the uh, criminal justice reform that we're fighting for now is to break down bills like that one that he has proudly proclaimed that he wrote. It hasn't really backed off. I don't, what am I supposed to do with that? If, if I know that criminal justice reform or the criminal justice system is one of the biggest detriments to African-American males, and then I vote for a man who put that, who helped or architect that system how am I voting for the best interests of the people? Like you may believe that Trump is racist. I think he said some racist things. You may not. You may think he has. I don't. That's not the point of what I'm going to say here. But he has done some good things on criminal justice reform. The First Step Act was a great uh, bill. It was. I'm glad he signed it. It was a great. Um, thing to do that was better than anything Joe Biden had done as it refers to criminal justice. And so if I know that's a major issue for African-Americans and then I vote for the guy who's worse on that issue, am I helping the community? Even if the other guy has shown a issue with condemning white supremacy or, um, protecting African-Americans from discrimination. I feel like I'm making a tough choice there because one guy is affecting us in a very tangible and uh, a identifiable way when it comes to criminal justice. That bill, you can point directly from the time it was signed to now how it has negatively impacted the community. Donald Trump's behavior um, can be tangentially correlated with some things that have affected the black community. But I don't know if you could say anything directly targeted to negatively impacted black, uh, black African-American males. And so that is a struggle. Now, I still voted for Joe Biden because of other things. I think that there were just other things that I had to consider, but it's not as simple as that. And so when you have that choice for some people, 
It's like if I'm choosing between the architect of the 1994 crime bill and Donald J. Trump, I'm not voting. Now, there are other options um, like Howie Hawkins and Joe Jorgensen. But for many people, they're like, they're not going to win. They're not an option. Third parties never win, so they don't vote for them. So they're out of the out of their mind, uh, out of the minds of people uh, who are considering voting for the most part. And so then you were left with these two options. And for some people, I'm sure they're like, I don't want to vote for either of these people. And you're not going to make me like, why would I engage in this process if I lose in each situation? Now, you may think that that's a bad calculation, but who are you to tell them that based on what do you know that? And then who are you to tell them, well, it will it will affect my life. So therefore, you should vote for this person. You should vote, even though it may negatively impact you and your heart based on your conscience. You believe it'll negatively impact you. And that's why you're not going to vote. Therefore, that's problematic because you should be voting, I guess, in my interests anyway. I don't know where that that entitlement comes from, that people should do that. That is not how that's how disenfranchisement works. People feel like they've been left behind. People feel like they've been cast away and removed from the democratic process uh, that in taken been taken away from the rights that are given to Americans. And they don't want to engage in that system anymore. So what obligation do they have to you and to make them have an obligation to you? is a weird thing to do. It's something that I don't understand, something that we can talk about in the future. And I'm excited about that conversation. Um, So that's just some of the things to think about. Like, why aren't people voting? What's happening with that? Why is voting important? Why is it important to you? I would love to hear about it. You can go to the Bearcast Instagram page. Let us know why it's important to you. We'd love to hear what you think. I'm excited about this show, guys. I think we're going to have a lot of good episodes, talk about a lot of great topics, and have some really great discussion. Uh, I think you guys are going to like the personalities that we have on this show, the interviews that we do, and just really enjoy the journey, the uh, the intellectual journey that we're going to all go on together of learning about different viewpoints and about each other. Um, I'm excited and I'm glad you all tuned in and listened to this episode of We The Brothers podcast hosted by Bearcast Media. Uh, Thank you all so much and let's do this thing. See y'all.